When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I said it perfectly. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm Alec Mappa, and it is my only job to introduce you to the queen of show business, Lonnie Love. Hello, Alec. How are you? How are you? Well, you know, it's been a weird week. We've lost some stars recently. Yeah. I was looking on the, the social medias, and Robbie Coltrane, who uh. played Hagrid in the Harry Potter films, passed away. Angela Lansbury, you know, Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast passed away. All these great careers. And it just makes me think as entertainers, you know, when these people pass away, that's their legacy. You know, the the performances that we've given will go on after us. You know, it's kind of like all the people who are posting how much they appreciated who they are is kind of like, huh, it's just it's just made me think about that, about what we do. Yeah, definitely. And it's definitely important to highlight them and to be grateful for their Mm -hmm. art. And Mm -hmm. all art form is great. And I'm glad that you and I get to be in this type of space where we can be creative. We are so fortunate. How how long ago did you do Soul Plane? Ten years ago. When it's on, do you watch it and like think about who you were when you were doing it? You know, what I am really grateful for is when fans send me clips and they mm-hmm. and they remind me because I, you know, I've done mm-hmm. I've done about fifteen films. Yeah, and it's funny when when like especially the new the new generation they yeah. find clips of me and they send it to me. Isn't I, that I, funny? Because oh. you think because when you wrap a film, you're like, I'm done. Yeah. This is over. My time with this is done forever. But the longer a movie is out, I always feel like the audiences that treasure that mm-hmm. kind of entertainment or treasure mm-hmm. that performance find it. Definitely. Like, will find it and really kind of, like, keep it alive and everything. So what kind of clips are people sending you? They love the clips of me in Soul Plane with me and Monique. Mm-hmm. They love the clip of when I was in Paul Blart with me and Kevin James. Yes. Where, you know, And that's why I love doing comedies. I just yeah. want to do comedies to make people laugh, to make people escape. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what we do, like, you know, with the talk show where we're promoting and, and we're uplifting other people. And yeah. just like what we're going to do today, we're going to talk to my drag mom. Alyssa Edwards, I can't oh wait! Oh my God! I'm such a huge fan of hers, and she is... A great conversationalist. This is a person you do not have to encourage to be interesting. And and we're such super fans of Drag Race. We watch every season. And there's Mm -hmm. always one queen. Like, Alyssa Edwards was the one who proved that you don't have the win the show to win. Right. Like, she did not win, but it did not make her any less of a star. She's spectacular. Well, when we come back, we're going to see what she has to say. Because, Squirrel Friends, we have to take a quick break to practice our... Tongue pops. Can, you, Can do you do it? Can you do it? No, you have to show me. Okay, okay. Here we go. Uh, I can't do it very loud. 
That's pathetic. That was terrible. That sounds. Can like you do something it? Else. That doesn't sound like a tongue pop. That doesn't. T- no. No, okay, that- let's hear yours. <laughs> we'll be right back, squirrel. Thank friends. God we have Alyssa Edwards with us. <laughs> we'll be right back. America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. We have got a treat for you, Squirrel Friends. You know her from her time on Drag Race Season 5 and All-Stars 2. Since then, she's been a dancing queen all over the world. But today, she is here to get up in this podcast gig, girl. Please welcome to the program the legendary Alyssa Edwards. Yay! Hey, Alex and Lonnie. Howdy. All my Squirrel Friends out there. Okay, I am doing everything I can to hold it together right now, (laughs) because Mm -hmm. one thing, you don't know how many times when I'm on the road and I'm on a gig or I can't sleep that I go to YouTube and I watch you lip sync Shut Up and Drive. Yes. I I think I hold the world record that lives rent free in my head as the most spectacular lip sync that's ever been done on the show. Thank you. Thank you. That absolutely, uh, definitely is one of my most memorable moments. Yeah. And I you know what's so it. funny is that was not planned, by the way. <gasps> Everyone, you know, always asks, did you and Tatiana like coordinate that? Not at all. I mean, we were in it to win it. Like, I like to say like old school drag race. I mean, especially All Stars 2, which was like the very first season that we announced we would all be voting each other off the island, out the workroom. Right. We were like mega competitive. Like, mm, so it was uh. one of those moments where it was like, okay, this is it. And I, I remember looking over to her right before we walked on, actually, it was, it was the first time we made eye contact. And I, I could see it in her eyes and she's seen it in mine. I said, girl, it's showtime. And mm-hmm. I mean, and it was go time for real, because when we walked out, the outfits, everything, it made sense. I wow. mean, that is, gosh, such a, a monumental drag race moment. <laughs> Legendary. Yes, Legendary. Yes. I always, I always love the point where you point at the very beginning <laughs> and then you look through the thing. I just uh, obsessed. All right. You were Lonnie's drag mom. I want to yes. hear about yes. your love affair and how that went. Well, I had so much fun on Celebrity Drag Race mm. when this whole concept and ideal came about. And I remember World of Wonder, those folks giving me a call and, and asking me what I thought and would I be interested in being a part. I jumped right on it because I, mm. I feel like I love performing, expressing myself. I got into drag because, you know, 
I knew at 16, I would be a, a choreographer, a teacher. Okay, that would be the wow. route that I would take. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be the Steven Spielberg behind the scenes, like creating all this magic. And truly, Alec and Lonnie, oh. I, I never in a million years pictured myself to be center stage. I thought that I just would always mm. be the costume designer, the set designer, the mm -hmm. choreographer, writing these magical stories for my dancers. You're a producer, it sounds yes. like. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when 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 I got this call, I was like, oh, this is perfect. I already mm -hmm. had, you know, two attempts. Um, I lost twice. <laughs> Maybe this <laughs> go around. You know, as a coach, this would be like my calling. And, and it was it was so much fun. It was so much fun to see other people get to experience all of the magic that drag offered me. It, yes. it, it was such, it was such a, a beautiful experience. I just want to say that you were a great drag mentor, a great drag mom, because there are certain things as celebrities, we come in, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to handle ourselves. Of course, it, during that season, Alec, we had the wonderful Tammy Roman. Tammy mm -hmm. didn't know nothing about drag, but then mm -hmm. we had Vanessa Williams who knew, who knew it. They can do about pageants. <laughs> yeah, Alyssa gave us the inside scoop. So she made sure okay. that we knew certain things to do from our makeup, from our walk, from helping yes. us choose the outfit. So I just want to say I haven't been able to tell you just thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that. And with that said, you did so great on All-Stars. Would you go back to maybe considering doing another All-Stars? Absolutely. I mean, I'm a competitor at heart. And I'll tell you, I remember watching myself on television at my good girlfriend's house in Forney, Texas. And I found myself giggling as I'm looking at the TV. And I'm mm. like, girl, is that really me? And she said, Justin, <laughs> I've known you since you were 16 years old. That is you every day. That is you. That is you. <laughs> and we all love it. And I, I said, I can't believe that I was brave enough to do that. And <laughs> she was like, you know, I remember her just looking at me giggling and fast forward to All Stars 2. And she's like, you didn't right. even realize your own magic and power. And yep. I'll tell you that experience made me so proud because I told myself before I went in, I was like, look, okay. I know that we want to win the crown and um, mm -hmm. it's been, the, it's been my ultimate dream. As you can see, Miss USA, Miss America, Miss all American yes. goddess, the key to Squirrel the West Hollywood. Friends, you can't see this. <laughs> you can't see this right now, but Alyssa Edwards is, is zooming with us from a dressing room that is filled Beautiful. with her drag. It looks Beautiful. like the Pat Field closet from Sex and the City. <laughs> like, unbelievable. Oh my gosh! Uh, it, it, it looks like a, a like a pinball machine. It's so colorful. <laughs> it is gay. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll tell you, I loved pageantry. I remember mm -hmm. watching it with. I had four sisters, and you know, my mm -hmm. mother and and grandmother was. Mm -hmm. You know, pageantry is big in the South here, and mm -hmm. I got into pageantry and really. I just embodied the idea of the competition spirit. And so right. it's always been my ultimate dream to have that moment of RuPaul put that crown on my head. I absolutely think that I would do it again because like I said, all starts to right before I walked in the workroom, I said a little silent prayer. I said, dear heavenly father, please be a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path. And, oh. and right before I went in, I said, and don't forget, be gay as fuck. And, <laughs> and, 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 and have a good time. I'm gonna, that's going to be my catchphrase from now on. Oh, be gay 
like this. Fuck. Have a good time. And I walked in and had so much fun. I was talking to Lonnie earlier and I said that everybody has a built-in bullshit meter. Yes. And you brought, you were gay as fuck. You brought your authentic self into the room. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've been to several drag cons and I see all the lines. Yeah. And there was something about you mm-hmm. specifically that captured the imagination of the drag race fan base. The lines for you were the longest. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was spying on you. You mm-hmm. made eye contact with people. You made sure everybody had a moment. I've watched you on other media. I love how much you take care of your family. Oh, I you. love what a great mentor and teacher mm-hmm. that you are to kids. Because we're going to talk about that in a, in a bit. Because Texas is in the middle of a whole thing right now where they're saying <laughs> drag queens are bad for kids. Yeah. And I know that you're an amazing dance teacher. Where does that nurturing part of you come from? Have you always been like that? Yeah, I think I always have. You know, my father has seven. My mom has five. I'm the oldest. I've always been the big brother. I've always been the one that's you're the like- oldest. Yes. Oh, and, and, and honestly, like for as long as I can remember, if, like me and my siblings do played school, I was the principal. It, you know, I was always in that leadership role. And I think I was born with that. I mean, hence yeah, why I, I'm very proud to say that I'm celebrating 20 years of owning my dance school and yes. here in Texas. And I'll tell you, in Mesquite, Texas, I was very nervous when all of this came about. When Because uh, yes. I, I really am the real life Hannah Montana of Mesquite because nobody <laughs> knew that after my jazz classes at 10 p.m., I would be getting into this costume, right. <laughs> creating this larger than life character until mm-hmm. the season five promo came out. I was scared to death. I thought, what are the oh, people going to say? Am I going to be judged? I, yeah, I, I don't know anything about Mesquite. Texas. I've been to Paris, Texas. Uh, it's home of the oh. rodeo and it's home of okay. the barbecue. And now Alyssa Edwards. Oh, yes. <laughs> so yes. But my question is, was it hard to grow up as Alyssa Edwards in Mesquite, Texas? What's it like for LGBTQ people there? I went to West Mesquite High School, home of the Fighting Wranglers. Mm-hmm. So we'll start that there. Yeah, that okay. lets you know right there. Right, Lonnie. That lets you know right there. So I, I will say, though, I, I had it not nearly as bad because I made a promise to myself. I was all, I was, I, I know this is going to be hard to believe, but I was a shy, introverted little kid. And it's not hard to believe. <laughs> but the, no, the because it's like as queer kids, we grow up in our imagination. Yes. Because the world is so hard on us that we kind of like grow up seeing all the colors in our head, all the glitter in our head. It's an inner journey that grows out. Absolutely. And you know, well, no, that is absolutely correct. And we mm-hmm. also, we come to reality with who we are. And I mm-hmm. realized very quickly, okay, there's really no one else like me. So here's the thing. I didn't want any trouble with anybody. So I just stuck to myself mm. and I, okay. I minded my own business. I went to my classes. I made good grades. And, you know, at that point, I had an interesting dynamic with my father. He was very masculine. Mm. He believes yeah. boys wear blue, girls wear pink. And then there's me, his first son. And it, mm-hmm. it just, it, it, oh. it was very hard with us to understand one another. But mm-hmm. I, I lucked out because I had a mother, uh, a father, an aunt, an uncle all rolled into one. And that was my granny, Miss Mary Ann. And okay. she, she moved me in and the older I got and, uh, you know, I could be my authentic self with her. And with Miss oh, Mary Ann, Miss Mary Ann, my granny. Oh my gosh. Oh. And she was fabulous. And she's the definition of a fierce Southern woman. I mean, yes. the hair was always coiffed. Mm-hmm. The nails were done. And she always had rouge on and we went to we would go to sunday school at the west mesquite baptist church every sunday 
I loved it. I, 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 those are some of my fondest memories as a child. Yes. I remember my grandmother taking me to my very first jazz class. And so I, I'm very fortunate. It's a blessing that I had a granny. Yeah. You know, that was you in my just, corner. You can't, squirrel friends, you can't see this, but as she's talking about it, Granny, you literally lit up like a light bulb. You I are know. glowing. That, that's, you, your love for her is so apparent. Truly, the breakout star of my life and <sighs> my hero. And, you know, I remember, like I said, with the four sisters, they polished their nails. I wanted to polish mine. And right. my dad wasn't having no part of it, but my exactly. granny was. So yeah. I could polish her nails, but nonetheless, Mesquite just really is the quintessential Texas small town. Okay. And um, this was at a time, you know, before we had a handheld remote to the world, before we had people like myself on television. Mm -hmm. Right. And I just slid by and I did the very best that I could do. Uh I didn't want to be noticed. So when this all came about for me to go on drag race and now the whole world is going to know that I do drag, Mm -hmm. I remember my grandmother given me the courage to stand up and be a leader yes. and be a, the trendsetter and be that person that said, don't, you're not, you're not Justin, you were not born to blend in. You were born to stand out. Yes. And oh, that's that. your gift. And so I'll never forget. I walked into the studio, the season five promo dropped and it was quiet. All the parents are sitting in the lobby mm-hmm. and of your dance studio, of my dance school beyond okay. belief. And I walked in and I said, well, hello, everyone. And everyone just kind of shook their heads like, we sing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the mesquite, it was all in the mesquite news. Right. <laughs> Uh-oh. I mean, mind you, I had had a dance company on America's Got Talent in the right. top 25 mm-hmm. two years before that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, oh, yeah. And I've seen so, the clips. Um, They're on the YouTubes. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, well, I had, I just had, you know, my little kids were on it this mm-hmm. last season. Aww. Right. But go back to season three, mm-hmm. my studio was on there with my older kids. Oh, okay. And I remember, I remember when they asked me, Justin, can we get you coaching the kids? I said, I don't want to be on TV. I'm too nervous and I, I'm going to mess this up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, um, the parents, the feedback was overwhelming with how Okay, positive. good. That was my question. The right. Yes. I want to know why the parents oh, were I, there. I, oh, I got the emails just started coming in. And I remember sitting oh. at my desk. And I was so emotional. And I, I got a parent email from one of the fathers. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Justin, I want you to know that I'm so very thankful and grateful that my daughters get to study under someone mm-hmm. that is so gifted and so talented. And I just... Oh, oh I, I, I remember this like it was yesterday. And I, I sat there going, how did this happen to me? And I, I remember my grandmother saying like, look, oh. you, you were destined for this life that yep. you don't even know. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I, 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 I was so grateful. And so that's a blessing. That's a blessing, Alec, that you know what? Mesquite accepted me. Mm-hmm. And not only did they accept me, but at this point in my life, they began to celebrate me. And, yes. um, right. and that's the win. That is the win. And then we watched it all on TV and giggled. Yeah. It was all the win. And that's what, when we talk to our squirrel friends and we're talking to Alyssa Edwards about growing up mesquite, growing up wanting to be that person, is finding that 
person, at least that one ally. One person in your family, who makes a difference. Is somebody in your family or maybe a friend or yes. someone. So that will really, really help. So you've gone from the small town of Texas to traveling the world. And how is the tour, Alyssa Edwards, the Life, Love, and Lashes tour? Life, Tell Love, and that. Lashes. I mean, where you been? Like she said, where you been? Well, it started on the West End. I got this call. The West End was like, we want, yes. we want to share your life story live. And once again, overwhelmed. Yes. Uh, I remember the producer was like, I found your story so inspirational. And mm. I kept my studio. I got asked once in an interview, why did you keep your studio? You could have moved to Los Angeles, you know, right. anywhere. Yeah. And I said, because there were other little Justins like me in the ski. That's right. Exactly. And it, this is the home is where the heart is. And so for me, it's always been that. And so when this producer saw that, was like, I have to create this story live. And I did a small run on the West End. Loved it. Like I said, never in a million years did I see this in my forecast. <laughs> what does an audience in the West End for the Alyssa Edwards show look like? Oh, gosh. Like? Well, overwhelming because it was a little bit of everything. I remember I, I, on opening night, I met a father that was there that was gifted this ticket from his wife and family <laughs> for Christmas. It was, a, it was this man. And I thought, and he, and he comes to greet me and he's like, thank you so very much. And he's like, this is my wife. These are my daughters. And I, I, I'm, just, I'm sitting here in my mind going, gosh, you know, I love when RuPaul at every finale before mm -hmm. he crowns someone, he holds up a photo mm -hmm. and says, what would you tell little Justin? Yeah, he gets you know, you like, oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Because it was though it's those moments that I would, gosh, I would say, you just wait. There's chapter 32. Right. It's just going to start. Right. And, um, the man was so nice. He said, I watched your Netflix docuseries, Dancing Queen. Mm -hmm. And he goes, my daughters, my children, they don't dance. But I don't know if I watched it for the dancing as much as I found this story within you yep. that inspired me yeah. as a heterosexual man. And so his whole family was there to see my life story live. Those are the moments that matter. I mean, it's the, it's the thing yeah. of like, you know, Lonnie and I talk about this a lot because a lot. we are we are people who grew up othered, you know, yes. from yes. modest beginnings to like these mainstream entertainments of TV and film. And when you grow up feeling different, there's not a part of you as a kid that thinks I'm going to make it being this person. Yeah. Like you said, you didn't want to be noticed. You didn't want to, you you yeah. know, mm -hmm. you grow up and then you, you find, and that's why I say people are enchanted by the truth when mm. you are brave enough to share your authentic self. And the fact that this heterosexual father after the show comes up to talk to you, I yeah. think that truth and loving who you genuinely are, that's what crosses borders. That's what brings yeah. people together. And because of that, you're so important in Texas right now. Yes. What is your reaction and what is the general feeling in Texas against all these? Because I'm hosting the Family Equality Dinner fundraiser this weekend. And one of the things we're addressing are the anti-LGBTQ bills that are happening in Texas. And one of them specifically addresses drag queens and kids. Well, I want to um, know your thoughts <clears throat> on that. Well, I want to, I want to finish um, answering one question you asked Absolutely. me, where did I go with my life, love and lashes tour? Mm -hmm. I just want to tell you, I did 53 cities on oh, my solo tour and I'm, I'm picking it back up in May. Yes. Um, where I'm going all over Europe, but it was a span from here to Australia, North America, Canada, everywhere. Wow. Um, and it truly was a pivotal moment in my life because then I started to realize my influence and my power. Yes. Mm -hmm. And with being a, a Texan, 
gosh, I've always been so proud to say that this is home for me and the stars at night are big and bright, Mm -hmm. but I felt like there was a dim, there was a dim and um, the older, Mm. I don't want to say older are the more seasoned Mm -hmm. I found myself. I realized the power lies within me sharing. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, I got another interview request and the interviewer says, if we're going to talk about drag and children, you're the person to speak to in Texas. Yes. You've been teaching children since you were 17 years young. And, mm-hmm. you know, you are a drag performer, a household name, and someone that's been a part of the Texas drag history for quite some time now. But mm-hmm. I would say when I found out about this, I made a tweet and the tweet went viral. And mm-hmm. I, I want to read the tweet, actually, because oh, good, it's good, good, good. really... Um, this 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 really affected me. This mm-hmm. really affected me because everyone at my studio, they celebrate the magic of drag, yeah, the power of drag, and mm-hmm. and I share that. I share that with them. Yeah, I mean, this legislation just seems like a personal attack, you know, because you're so great with the kids. It, it was, it, well, it wasn't. It still is. And mm-hmm. um, I, I I wrote my thoughts, and this was on June seventh. I wrote my thoughts. Number one, our God is a God of love. Mm. Number two, parents are a child's first and most important teacher and role model. Number three, drag is an art form, which is subjective. And number four, you, sir, have tweeted more about hashtag drag than the lost at hashtag Uvalde. Mm, Is this truly about children or about politics? And what are your priorities? Because for me, at the end of the day, when I read this, Brian Slatton, his bill he proposed, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought yeah. this is unfortunate that so many children just uh, probably two weeks before this, um, we have lost their lives. We're mm-hmm. seeing these stories, you know, of the families mourning. Yeah. And and this is what we're talking about. Right. This is yeah. What we're yeah. talking about. Right. Though probably at what percentage of children are actually going to these drag shows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but children have to go to school. Yeah. It was such a distraction. And you just said it. That's exactly That's what it was. it was. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I feel like there's so many thoughts that I have in my head that we're being judged. We're being placed in a box, this stereotype. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I, and I had to find myself going, you don't, I love when Michelle Obama once said, you know, when they go low, we go high. I, that, I live by that. Okay. Right. Okay. But then there's a part of me that's like, no, we need to go lower at this point. Mm. Okay. Because enough is enough with this. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes the way that you just, you beat these people at their own fight and argument is you just, you have to, um, like Jennifer Lewis says, we got to get in the streets. Just get to the polls. Yes. Uh-huh. We can't do this yes. no more online. Right. We can't do. We just got to get to the polls. Right. I mean, we're at, we're right. at a time and a place where these uh, old men with these mm-hmm. old values, mm-hmm. they got to mm-hmm. go. And the yeah. crazy thing is they'll get on here and say they're Christians. And mm. I just you're now hiding behind a religion. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's transparent at this point. I mean, it's just it's just transparent. I loved hearing your thoughts on this. Lonnie and I want to hear because we ask people this. We know how hard all of you work. 
and your tour and everything. What was your, shifting gears here, what was your favorite city on this amazing tour of yours? Oh my gosh. What blew you away? Uh, Opening night in Dallas, because I never never get to do much here. I do a lot of charity work here. Uh But opening night in Dallas, House of Blues, Oversold, the oh, love in the room, seeing seeing oh. family, friends, my dance kiddos were in the opening oh. number with me, oh. sharing the stage with them. All of their oh, families sweet. were there. I, I remember as I got on the bus, I was like starting to write in my journal. Because uh, I was like, this is going to be a book one day. I thought, talk about a dream mm-hmm, come true. Mm-hmm. Like this all happened for me, Alec and Lonnie. So quickly, I went on Drag Race at 32. I'm 42 now. In 10 years, mm. in 10 years, my whole world wow. changed. Mm-hmm. You know, I never worked on a drag cast. I wasn't on a cabaret cast. I did drag mm-hmm. for fun because it was my way of being like this Superman, Clark Kent, like Batman, mm. Wonder Woman. And it also gave me a chance to get on stage. Like I said, I wanted to create the dances and, and celebrate others. Right, so this right. was getting my kicks, you know, of performing. I never thought it would be anything more than that. I never thought that I would be sitting here now talking about right. the opportunities that I've shared. But you know, Alyssa, I get the feeling that you feel like it's still, it's like, it's unbelievable to you. How is that feeling? I mean, where's that feeling coming from? You feel like it was, it was never going to happen or no one would accept you. What is that feeling? I think a little bit of everything. I never... I just, if somebody would have said, Justin, what do you think you'll be when you grow up? I would, I, I, a dance teacher. And then when I opened the studio, I thought, this is it. You did it. You made it. I was high five myself. And I thought I'm going to live happily ever after. And I'm going to invest my time and my work and my choreography. And then it was like, oh, wait a minute. There's a whole other side to you that you don't even know about. My gosh, it just like, yep. Yeah. The next thing I know, Netflix is filming this docu-series of, about me and my life and mm-hmm. my dance school. And in a very short amount of time, it sounds like. It sounds <laughs> like it was years, kind of like all yeah, of you're happened. shot out of a cannon. Yeah. This is what yeah. I wondered while I was watching you. How do you run your dance studio and be Alyssa Edwards at the same time? Like, how do you hit the road? Who's minding the store and teaching the classes? When Baby, you're I am a man that wears many hats. Mm-hmm. A man that wears many hats. All yeah, right? they're all and in back I'll of you, you right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and I think I've become a professional juggler because mm. I'll tell you, I think sometimes, you know, you get what you put out, you get back. And I have an amazing faculty. I have a faculty that believes in the dream of beyond belief. They understand the foundation that it was built upon Mm. and they are just beautiful humans. And so when I'm gone, I have very trustworthy people that help. But let me tell you, there are many times I'm in that tour bus on, you know, a zoom teaching a little kid, you know, choreography (laughs) and yeah, I, I think there was, you know, at the beginning, it was trying because like I would hear parents say, we come to this studio for you, for your expertise. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I, there were many nights. OK, there's one of you, but we want to explore this other side. This Alyssa Edwards character. And, right. and here's the thing. I ended the tour. I got home the next day. I'm at the studio and I wow. love it. I love wow. it. I love it. The kids get out of school at three o'clock. They're at the studio. I'm there. You know, wow. I woke up today. I got my, I still got my workout, you know, yeah. top on. Yeah. I'm, if I'm not there, 
I am uh, building choreography. You are that person. You are that person. It's a blessing because you know what? Here's the thing. I'm living the dream. I'm doing Mm, things that I love that I love. So I never feel out like that. I'm working. In fact, my next tour competition ends on a Saturday. I fly to London on Sunday morning and I wouldn't have it any other way. That's unbelievable. I mean, you definitely sound like you, you're giving me the eldest kid energy. Like (laughs) I'm in charge. Everybody listen to me. So uh, we're actually nearing the end of this fabulous interview. It's been so great talking to you. Inspirational. Inspirational. My takeaway from this is that every kid, every person on the planet, no matter who you are, needs that one person in their lives, whether they're young or old, who looks at the essence of them and says, I love you just the way you are. And you matter and you're valuable. And what I love about your journey is how much you share that with everybody else. So I think the question on all our squirrel friends' minds right now is when Rihanna does the Super Bowl, are you going to be next to her during Shut Up and Drive? <laughs> I tweeted her. I tweeted her and I, I tweeted, I tweeted, hashtag closed mouths don't get fed. Okay. I'm putting okay. it out there. I'm putting it in the universe. I'm manifesting it. And I, I told Rihanna, look, if you need some queens to help carry on Shut Up and Drive legacy, well, we got you covered. It's Tatiana already. Okay. You know, she's seen it. She's seen it. Wait, she did? No, Rihanna has seen it. Do you know if she's seen your Shut Up and Drive video? Oh, I video? don't know. I oh, would yeah. gag. But okay. she is a fan. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure she loves drag it. and she yeah. celebrates. She, I mean, she, we'll talk about being inclusive. Yeah. I mean, if anybody were to do it, it would be Rihanna. Well, you know so, what? Let's give Rihanna, if she's listening, <laughs> Rihanna, your social media info just in case yeah. so she can get in touch with you. Yeah, when people when people want to follow you, where can Squirrel Friends find you on your socials? Alyssa Edwards underscore one on Instagram and Twitter. And um, I'm still trying to get into the TikTok. I know I'm so you you guys want to listen to funny. Okay. I'm too old. I, stu- I can't. But listen to this. I started when I got on Drag Race. I remember uh, after the season five, they were like giving us information. They're like, oh, you get on social media. I didn't even have an Instagram. You uh, Roxy Andrews made my Instagram. The show oh gosh. She was like, Alyssa, you have to have. I said, girl, I don't got time for that. I gotta go teach a jazz class. I didn't have an oh Instagram. my gosh. You know, we are, we here at Squirrel Friends, Lonnie and I, and every of our listeners, we are fans of you professionally and personally. And just spending time with you today, it's clear why you are where you are and why, you know, you bring 100% of yourself and thank you for all art. that you do thank for you. the children, yeah. to the art, for being you, Alyssa Edwards. We love you so much. And thank you for thank being you my so drag much. mom. <laughs> 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 it was a pleasure. And truly, thank you guys for all the positivity that y'all bring into the world and all the happiness. I just, I think we need, we need more people like you all. So thank uh, you for having me today. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Alyssa, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Bye, you guys. Bye-bye. Love you. You too. Much love. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh, Lonnie, that was an inspirational conversation. Like I said, I met Alyssa and I was able to get close to her when I was doing Mm -hmm. um, Celeb Drag Race and just a wonderful, warm human being. And I could understand the teaching, you know, she just wanted to inspire and teach and was very methodical in making sure we had steps and things like that. And so, you know, I'm not surprised by hearing everything that she's doing with working with children, because basically with me and drag, I I become a child. (laughs) (laughs) But I love the story about the granny and, you know, squirrel friends, if there's somebody you love in your life right now, somebody who's special to you, whether it's a child or a spouse or a sibling or a cousin and you care about them, tell them today. Tell yeah, them today definitely. you love and, them. And also you never get over the fact that like I'm sort of like Alyssa in a way where I can't believe I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that I'm doing a movie or I can't believe that I'm working with an Alec Mappa, somebody oh, that I saw stop. in high in college, yeah. not high school, mm-hmm. but college on television. It's mm-hmm. just you never know where your life will take you, whether you're yeah. in performing arts or not. You can, you know, try to start your own business. You don't know where it's going to take you unless mm-hmm. you really put your all in it and you just do what you love. And I think yeah. that that was the message I got from Alyssa today. Yeah, Do Keep what you love it. and be your genuine self. So remember to show our queens love on social media. Where can people show their love to Lonnie Love on social media? Please show me love on Twitter <laughs> at Lonnie Love, L-O-N-I-L-O-V-E, on Instagram at comic Lonnie Love on Instagram. And I'm also on TikTok at Lonnie Love 7. I have a lot of fun videos. Wow. Yes. I'm starting to get in it. On the talk. (laughs) You know, what about you? You can find me at Alec Mappa on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm pleased to report that since we've been doing Squirrel Friends, I have gained 4,000 followers. Look at you. Thank you, everybody. I'm not quite at 1 million yet like Lonnie Love, but I'm grateful for everybody following us. (laughs) 1.7. You can listen to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast on the iHeartRadio app 1.7 or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this episode, I need to get to 2 million, make sure to rate and view us. Five stars, please. And tell a friend. Please tell a friend. You're going to be at 2 million by the time this airs. You can catch up on past episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race and All Stars on Paramount+. Plus. You have a great week, Alec. I'll see you soon. You too. See you soon. Bye-bye. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.